This is the trigger warning for our show. Please understand that various monsters had various victims and hunted in various ways, depending on the folklore, mythology, or stories that were told about them. Please understand that it is not our intent to upset you. You will be given other warnings and additional warnings depending on the episode, but this is our blanket statement. We didn't write the myths, but we are using them to tell our story. Also, this is the content warning for our show. There will be cursing. There will be some interesting ideas. We will take it in where we can, but be warned, there was beer involved. What if I told you there is a world where not only are monsters like vampires and werewolves real, but they have rights just like you and me. And in this world, there exists a secret government organization dedicated to keeping you safe and making sure they follow the rules. Welcome to Anarium, a Monster of the Week podcast. Hello and welcome back, Agents. It's me, your friendly neighborhood podcaster guy, Cameron Baker, back with another episode of Anarium. Before we get into it, I want to take a second and remind you all to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite listening app. And if you could, leave us a rating as well. It really helps. If you have any feedback for us, you can reach us via DM on our social media accounts or at anarium.podcast at gmail.com. Now, let's take a second to remember what happened last time on Anarium. You guys have met up. Cora continues to guide you to where the church is. But the sun's about to set. He'll be along shortly. The crooked man? Yep. Preacher. I'll make you a deal. No, no, I don't think that'd do. And I want to charge him. As you hit him, the side of his face pops and crumbles in. There is a green mist that begins to escape. You can't kill evil. Hi, welcome back to Anarium. My name's Sam. I'm your monster daddy. I created the world and everything in it kind of sort of. I mean, I had help from friends and family like over the last few years, of course. And I mean, like Michael Sands really has given it life in a way that I couldn't. So, I mean, like I, I partially create. I mean, you guys know what I mean. I have my three friends here. One of them is like giggling his face off of what? Who are you and why are you laughing? Hi, I'm Sam and I created the world. Period. Full stop. Monster Daddy is no longer well, good I, enough. I, I had help. Monster Daddy is fine. Thank you. You can still assign your letters to Monster Daddy. Hi, I'm Rick. I did not create the world, but I wish I could just You were there. Say you were number two. I helped. You helped. I, yeah, all right. I, this one. Not the one you're in. Who does number two this. work <laughs> for? the Monster, Monster Daddy. Daddy. That's who. I'm Rick. I'm playing Alex Kimball, uh, the expert. We're going to learn some shit about Alex tonight. Okay, I'm in. Here on a very special episode of Anarium. All righty, my two gentlemen. We have Faraway Rob. Far away Rob. Aggressively single Rob, for those of you at home listening. <laughs> single? That's single? not what we yeah, just yeah, no, talked about. about. That's not no, single, about single worked. <laughs> He's single, and now you know why. We have story time. Single worked. <laughs> single. Oh, 
No, no, far away, Rob. I'm in Denver. Life is good. Um, avoid Denver if you don't want your car totaled by hail. Yep. And that's what I'm dealing with right now. So if you see me looking down at my phone, I'm texting my insurance adjuster. Oh, that sucks. I play Orpheus, who has never had the opportunity to drive a car. <laughs> and uh, at this rate, he's never going to. That's right. You might not. You might not. And who who is so, my fine, handsome Nordic gentleman who does drive the car? Hey, I'm Taylor. I don't know why I always wave at the camera because they can't see me, but I do it anyway. Because your heart's in the right uh, place. Yeah. I uh, I play Marcellus. I'm an 1,100-year-old vampire and the leader of this colloquial team. Uh, yeah, I play uh, the Monstrous Playbook, and we... Uh, I haven't recorded for a while, so it's been a spell. It's gonna it's gonna take it's a little bit. It's been like two months. Yeah, it's been a spell. So for everybody at home that doesn't know, we usually record once a month. We usually record four to five episodes at a time. So don't tell them how it, the sausage. Sometimes is made. it takes a while to remem- remember. And I like how we uh, off off topic. I like how we just talked to. Rob about the last five weeks of his life, and he did not mention the total car of failed damage. No, that's true, right? <laughs> Everything but that. Everything but his total car. <laughs> so it's been a few weeks since you guys got back from Tennessee. Uh, what uh, what would you guys be doing? What are we What are we doing in our spare time? Orpheus. Ooh, good. Good. <clears throat> Somebody had something. Everyone made a face. Can I have a moment with Emily as Orpheus? I mean, yeah, if you want. Um, how would you like? Are you going to her? Or would she be coming to you? Is this something you requested? Is this a meeting? Is this a professional meeting or more of a friendly meeting? Um, somewhat professional, more friendly. All right. So you poked your head and said, hey, can you come see me when you have a minute kind of thing? And I'm just totally drawing a blank on Taylor's character's name real quick. Um, thank you. I mean, you've only known yeah. him for over Poke a year. My head in, like, hey, when you got like five, can we talk? Most deadly. Okay. Um, we will get to that. Um, what are the other two doing? Uh, Marcellus is in his office and reading about uh, the incidents that occurred at the lot going over the incident reports and things like that seen what an area we found what their sleuths may have noticed yes okay uh alex what are you doing you're our newest member we don't really know what you do in your spare time what what would you be doing as a now full doesn't have an office you have a cardboard box that sits outside of Marcellus's office. It's kind of exploring headquarters. He's got more clearance than he used to, so he's trying to make friends and departments, make connections. Look at the nobody th- even uses this broom closet. I could totally move in here. <laughs> this doesn't even make sense. This could be my office. These mops, these mops are brand new. Um, the mops. Thank you. <laughs> uh, checking out. Uh, like the Arcanum, the, the magic libraries. Uh... Seeing what books you have, what books you don't, what yeah. you'd like to read. Yep. Um, so he's on level two. Just just really talking to people, getting getting to know coworkers and what's where. And... 
being friendly. Uh, we will cut to the Arboretum. Emily Gorgonis walks in in her <laughs> normal suit. She smiles and waves at Orpheus, and she walks his direction. You asked to have a word with me. How can I help you? Emily, you did not have to come to me. I do much appreciate your presence in this Arboretum. It is a beautiful place. I don't visit it as often as I should. Mm. Jacques, a flower for my friend, please. <laughs> please ignore him, Emily. <laughs> he flies off. <laughs> um, as you understand, I have not taken the most recent months very well. I am working on it. But, Miss Emily, I feel that it has come time for me to embrace a newer approach to things. Marcellus will not fucking let me drive, and I need some practice. All right, that can be arranged. Where are places? What kind of driving? Traditional driving or more adventurous driving? How well trained do you want to be? If you think I am ready for more, what can continue to get me out of this place and out of this funk, I would trust your judgment on. It is perhaps better to start light. Well, if you're looking to get out of a funk, I can have Corbin Graves come out and show you how to drive. It'll be more than entertaining for both of you. He can't drive either. You don't know that. <laughs> I do know that. Miss Emily, are you continuing to do well? I will admit losing an agent in such a fashion, I felt more blame than maybe I should have. I should have seen that the outcome of Bernard's trial would lead to something drastic. I wish that I would have investigated his background more instead of giving him the privacy that I did. That maybe when we weren't certain where he went, we could have checked on that man and maybe maybe been there to help. Not that it would have done much good. He had a plan and an idea. I recognize that those were his choices. But I can't help but feel responsible. I feel that he was given a miscarriage of judgment in his trial. He deserved better. How are you holding up? One day at a time. You know that this driving means nothing to me. But to keep my mind busy, your tough love, it helped. Alex is not so bad. I will not let us lose another. You have a great strength in you, Orpheus. I'm still glad to have you as part of our team, a part of our family here. Though I might not tell everyone that. We are a family, and we must stick together. If you're interested, I have a job for you. Anything you need, Miss Gorganis. Collect your team. 
and meet me in my office. If you ever want me to come down and visit again, Orpheus, don't hesitate to ask. It is beautiful down here. You've done quite a job. The Arboretum is always open to you, mademoiselle. She turns and she goes to leave. And as she walks through the door, all you hear is... <laughs> and the door closes on Jacques' face while holding the flower. <laughs> Did Jacques, Jacques die? No, he didn't die. Oh, okay. Jacques, are you okay over there? Oh, he's definitely concussed. <laughs> I, I told you I would not lose another young Jacques. Why don't we put you to bed? I will assemble the rest. I'm pretty sure you should sleep this concussion off. That's horrible advice. You don't sleep when you have a concussion. <laughs> you, you don't put people to sleep when they have a concussion. What is wrong with you? Have you ever had a concussion? Not for 500 years, and that was the treatment. <laughs> All right, so Orpheus, you have a task. Yeah, um... We'll send uh, Jacques quickly. We'll go ahead and uh, start working our way up. Um, where about would Alex be in relation to me? He doesn't really have an office, and I don't really have a phone. <laughs> uh, well, I guess given... I'm just going to start walking down the hus. Kimball. Kimball. As you um approach... A library area. Uh, Alex's head pops out. Twenty minutes later, four <laughs> levels up. Somebody, <laughs> somebody moaning my name. I'm not used to this. What's happening? <laughs> Hello. His name is not Rob. <laughs> that is his name, not Rob. <clears throat> oh, Morpheus. Hello. Alex, you will be accompanying us for another job. Yep. Uh, I suspect you can reach Marcellus. Ask him to be in Emily's office. Now. Can You walked do. right past my office to find him. Well, I got your number. We talk about, what was it? Uh, Clothes. Clo- jerseys and LPs and collecting shit. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant Mar- uh, Orpheus walked right past oh, yeah. Marcellus's office oh, to Orpheus find out. Known that he didn't, he knows where you're at. He doesn't need to yeah. find you. Yeah, that's fair. I just start texting Marcellus. Hey, we gotta go to Emily's office. Marcellus texts back, thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs up. That's enough. That's it. That's all. That's fine. As you guys uh, eventually meet up, start heading upstairs. Um, you will get to Emily's office. She's sitting inside. She has three manila envelopes. She hands them out. You are headed to Seattle. At the moment, the head of Seattle, the vampire that runs it, his name is Edmure Krokofinich. Oh, hmm. Edmure. Car. Coffin. Krokofinich. Uh He has requested our aid. And as they follow the rules of an arium and we have a good working relationship, I will be sending you three out to help. I'm not entirely positive, not entirely positive on the details, as they do tend, as other major cities, 
have a vampire contingent that does most of that business. There is a local office there, but I don't think with Marcellus being on your team that will be much needed. Please make sure you go and check in, as is per custom. As I understand it, you will have someone at the Anarium office when you arrive. Okay. Uh... Is there a dossier on what we're dealing with? or Unfortunately, I don't know. Uh, as it is oh. Edmure's business, he has not fully engaged us with all of that information. I will expect uh. it in your write-up when you return. As Marcellus, you know, vampires are very secretive with the way their things work and run. <laughs> What's in yeah. the manila envelope? What's in the box? Uh, <laughs> maps the box. of the city... Um, a general idea of where you're going, who Edmir Kakofinich is, um, just general information, a few maybe pages of vampire custom, things that you need to be mindful of to not, you know, instantly walk in and earn a death warrant. Now he's a he's a vampire, right? Kakofinich, yes, he is. I thought, was, I thought so. he has coffin in his name. He does. Thank you. I, I made sure. Come on, I'm, come on. Is it wait? Pro coffinage or Carl? Crow. Pro coffinage. K R O. Um, folders don't have a ton of information. Vampires keep things secret, and if they're reaching out for help, that's already kind of a big deal. So it's send someone who's capable of solving the problem, please and thank you. And you're welcome. And you're welcome because we're vampires, and we're gonna say you're welcome no matter what. No offense. Yep. Pretty much. All right. Um, if you guys... <laughs> those, those damn vampire kids today. Oh, hold on. Did we get any gear points from the end of you our got last session? Two experience oh, yeah. and get... two gear points last session. Two and two? Yep, two and two. two. And two. I was about to say, if you guys want to do anything before you head out, now is the time. I've got so many gear points. I'm up to seven again. Uh, I've got nine. Marcellus, uh, this Eddie, your friend, <clears throat> he is your friend? Uh, Edmere, yes. Do not call him Eddie. He will lose his mind. This is good information. <laughs> is there anything else I need to know? Anything uh, else I need to prepare for before we depart? Uh, he's very much the detective-style head agent of the Seattle office. Oh. Uh, and he and I have a good relationship. He does not like my sire. Who Who's your sire? So you two are more allies than enemies at this Correct. point? Correct. Yes. And to your question, Alex, uh, we don't really talk about the uh, very high level sires just just in habit. case the name comes up so i know yeah. i can recognize it's starts with no, a it's it, it's it's that's a very very touchy Alex, subject you have not been here long enough to be privileged to such information oh it's not even that even even orpheus doesn't know his name just because that's very vampire that was going to be the next thing I said. You have not been here long enough because I do not fucking know. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's very that's very vampire counsel It's very secretive information. So if you're not high I, yeah. level vampire community, 
they don't want those names revealed, so it's nothing personal. Okay, I cannot reveal that information. I can dig it. I guess I don't know a lot about vampires, which makes sense now that I know they're secretive, which is kind of the first thing I've learned about them. You're about to learn a whole lot on this mission, I guarantee it. Cool. Notepad ready. So do you guys want to stop and gear point it up or anything like that? That's what I'm asking, if there's anything he would know about this that would be beneficial going in. I, I don't know what we're doing. So I mean, I know what we're doing. But <laughs> I would I would like yeah. some armor. Uh, uh, we're we're to, dealing with some vampire shit. So jacket, uh, like a, just like a flak jacket, something something that'll like reduce full harm. flak jacket. Like or you don't like want that magic because that stands out. Like a, like so a, we're get like an undershirt vest, like a bracelet. About like some cardboard neck covers. Oh, <laughs> uh, for, <laughs> for three gear points, you have two. All right, for two gear points, I'll give you one armor. Woo-hoo. Orpheus. What are you thinking? You said you were kind of thinking uh, of purchasing. I mean, armor is not really something you need. An Abrams tank. No, I'm not doing too bad on armor. And I've got this sawed-off shotgun. Would you consider Monster Daddy? Mm-hmm. Cool sneakers. Trading in, like, on my next level up, I'm at three experience. I got my gear points. Maybe some kind of weapon upgrade to my vines, like my... Mm. Something a little more homebrew, a little more flavorful. Vine, brass, Uh, What are they at right now? Uh, They do up to three damage. And do we heal between sessions because it's we been do. so long? We do. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Anytime we go back to home base, you heal up. <clears throat> so, yeah, they're they're going to do up to three harm, and I've got the ability to hold and grapple. Um, they only do three harm when uh, they're thorned. Otherwise, it's just two harm when it's a club. Okay, so do you want to stay with the plant motif, or do you want to add more to it? I wouldn't mind. Uh, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it motif. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what we're gonna say is that in your studies in your arboretum, you have been studying ironwood. Uh, it's a type of tree. Uh, very very strong. Um. You are learning how to turn your vines, the, the, the thorns, into an ironwood barb. So you have the ability of armor piercing. So depending on what kind of armor your enemy has, you can get through some of that. Just by tightening up, your, your thorns aren't going to break like they might now on armor. Instead, they're strong enough and you've been studying how different thorns work, that they're stout enough, that they're going to be able to puncture certain types of armor. If that is okay. I like that. I um, I would just ask from a mechanical standpoint, when I hit my level up, would it be like it finally clicks? We like, have it now. oh, shit. We can have it now. It makes sense. You are in your okay. arboretum. It's been weeks. You've been studying. You've been learning about different plant life that isn't just in a swamp. 
your okay. ability to we've established to create different plant life on yourself at any time. Four gear points. You got it. You're armor piercing now. Sold. Can I upgrade don't, my magnum? I'm gonna say don't fuck up. Oh, How do you want to upgrade Alex, it? Now that you got that. Um, because with a gun you have the option of different ammo as well. You can spend. Yeah. On. Um, I kind of want to just make it a little more harmful. Okay. So maybe I go from a 357 to like a 44 or a 50, so it does a little more. All right, it gets larger. It's harder to conceal. We're looking at like five well, gear points here. I could have like a Desert harm. Eagle because mm -hmm. those have interchangeable barrels to where you can go from a three fifty seven to a forty four Magnum to a fifty. Okay, we can do that, and it doesn't change the size of the gun. I mean, it's just a, basically an assault rifle. You never seen one of those? I, they're fucking Probably huge. Yeah, never up to a fifty. I've seen the nine to the yeah. forty five swap, not a fifty. Nope, you got. You can do a three fifty seven, forty four, and fifty. They have a kit. All right, we can really give you cool. a Desert Eagle. Uh, that'll be five gear points. I can do that. So you can what go, would up the harm to, go up, up to? to four harm, and that's harm. loud. That's obvious. It already is. Yeah, if, yeah. If you're shooting it's that already, off, if you're touching that bad boy off, it's already loud. And it. yeah. so that was you said five gear points. Yep. You touch that off, it's going in a small hole and coming out a basketball. And it's probably going to kill whatever it hits, but everyone is going to know that you've done it. <laughs> That's fine. Now, the next question is, can I buy a suppressor for it? Jesus, you know how big that suppressor would have to be? Don't give a shit. <laughs> Don't care. I just want to know. Um... Right, He's well. six foot five and wears a suit. He can hide it. Is that your dick or are you just happy to see me? I yes. mean, wait, yeah, realistically, I <laughs> you're getting rid of uh, two or three different tags there. I mean, it's still loud enough. People will hear it. It's still a 50 cal bullet going off. Oh, but it would oh, yeah. dampen it. Uh, It'll just make it not as loud. It it'll, will, be, it'll take it down to about a nine millimeter sound. I can give you that for four. Four gear points. Cool. Perfect. I know I that's what you left. got. Because that's removing a couple of tags. We've got to keep it kind of fair there. But it, it doesn't so much make it quiet. Like you said, it makes it just a quieter yeah. gun. <laughs> All right. If you guys are ready, I'm going to ship you off to Seattle. So you guys go down to the portal room. You go in. You come out in uh, Seattle. The two agents there sitting, just sort of chilling at their desks. Generally, when you're in a vampire city, there's not a ton to do. A lot of liaisoning with vampires, so they're both pretty chill. One of them is a vampire, kind of gives you the, oh, hey, it's Marcellus. Hey, 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 how are you? Yeah. Hey, what's up? How are you? And the other guy's just like, yeah, all right, that's cool. This dipshit's been standing outside for the last 20 minutes. Can you go make him go away? And as you step out front, there is a man. Wearing camo cutoff shorts, a wallet on a chain, a wife beater, and a puffy vest that is bright orange. He has a mullet done up in cornrows. He has a large vape device 
that he is he's created these clouds and he's like dancing in them to music that only he hears Mm -hmm. and he's holding in one hand a sign that says Corvinson but it's like C-O-R and then realized he was running out of space so the words got smaller and smaller and smaller and started to trail off at the end (laughs) the words is he like C as in car, O as in Orbison, R, oh crap, I should have done it this C-O-R, Vincent, oh shit, this is wrong. Carvinson. So, this this dipshit is the guy that I'm here to meet, I, I would guess. The man looks up, notices you, pulls ear pods out, and then lets them drop because he has them on a string and goes, Brah, you're here! Oh, no, man, it's... Oh, I can't believe it's you. I'm so excited. You don't even know. You don't even know. Hey, dude, dude, dude. And he turns his upper lip inside out, and on that is a tattoo that is the symbol for Edmure and his area. Bro. Bro. Honored to meet you. Honored. Bro, you don't even know. Last year, I made a vape cloud, and when I ripped that cotton, I did it in your name. Like, the normies didn't know, but, like, I totally did it. And it was amazing. I got a gold Gandalf. I'm going to change my name from Nimbus to like St. George because I took down the dragon last year and I did it and I was thinking about you, bro. It was all you need to know. My name is John Meepo and I'm so glad to meet you. No, no, pretty speechless. I ripped some sweet cotton. I know you guys saw me in my cloud. I got practice. I got practice. Um, I am sorry, John. Did you say your name is Meathead? He gives you, like, from, like, child meeting Santa Claus to child looking at an old broken toy at the ground. Meepo. Meepo. What's your deal, huh? He looks up at you like a toy on the ground. <laughs> Yo, what's your problem, huh? What, huh? What, you got a little bit of miracle growing in you and you think you're somebody? Like, what? Eh, nobody. That's who you are. You're, you're a tree man. What up, tree man? Uh, tree head. He looks at Alex. Can I can I act under pressure to not just like fucking fold in? Go ahead, give me a roll. Act under pressure to not just die of laughter. Want to murder this guy? Ten. You you hold together really well as he looks at you and he's like, "Bro, are you Marcellus? Is familiar?" Like he points to the tattoo on the other side. Are you? No. I just work with him. He's a cool guy, All though. of his excitement, like, dampers those are, down. Those are some cool clouds, though, bro. He smiles. I he like, points. I like the name Nimbus. That's right. Like, right, like clouds, man. It. Like, when I, I rip my cotton, I'm, like, in the fucking sky. I'm, like, in the, the sky of oceans and stuff. Like, it's amazing. Yo, this is my ride back here. They told me to make sure it was big. If you don't like it, Marcellus, I'll totally get you a different one. Can I call you Marcellus? Do you want me to call you, like, Mr. Corvinson? I'll do whatever you uh, want, bro. You're a big name. The rest of us call him Uncle Mark. He would appreciate you do the same. He gets so excited. Uncle Mark. <laughs> is that legit or is the tree dude not my friend? No, the, the tree dude is being facetious. He's a seashell? Uh, you, I thought you, he was a tree dude. Oh, dear. He's, he's, being a, he's making a joke. He's, he, wow. Your jokes ain't funny, man. You can't be looking like that when we drive, though, because like people are gonna look at my ride and they're gonna know you like you don't belong, bro. Like, do you, you don't like, have tinted windows on the ride? 
Uncle Mark, do I need to do anything about my appearance? Orpheus, I, told I will you. smack you and use your pre- use your pepper grinder, please. Bro. And John, uh, just you can call me Marcellus. That is perfectly fine. Yes. I'm just gonna stand behind him, shaking my head. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna do the whole like Jackie Chan, whack, <laughs> just back him right in the nose. Uh, so you use your pepper grinder, presumably. Yes, yes, I will use my pepper grinder. Oh, what's this, huh? Big tree dude turns a little French man, huh? What? What you got, Frenchie? Mm, nothing. We're in America. We do what we want. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Like his hands are up in the air. Like he does not like you. <laughs> he does not like you. Is he a vampire? He is not. He is a familiar. And he is owned. That is what the tattoo is meant to show. That he I is a human who is. Yep, he is working towards becoming a vampire. All right, guys, this is my ride. It's a biggie. I call it Biggie because it's an Escalade. You guys, get in. Be chill. I'm gonna blast some sweet tunes. I'm gonna get you guys to Emir because he's totally waiting if for you. If you play Biggie Smalls, I will smack you, bro, bro, bro. I'm an Adele man. All right. That's just how it is. I, I blast me some rolling in the deep because when I'm when I rip my cotton, I'm in the deep. And Loki's she, ball sack. She, oh my god. She inspires me, bro. Bro, Loki's ball sack. That's cool. I'm gonna name a move after that. He gets super excited and he runs to the car. Guys, I'm excited to see what Loki's ball sack ends up looking like. And uh, dude, I don't know. Maybe it's close. Maybe we're only gonna get one, maybe two rounds of setting fire to the rain. And I'm then just, I get in the car. I'm just, I'm just gonna hang my head and push Orpheus towards the car. Come on, Uncle Mark. It'll be fun. Bro. We're gonna have fun. <laughs> we're gonna have fun. <laughs> Alex, I will throw Orpheus at you. Go, Frenchman, Frenchman, don't get like your powdery wig shit on my on my seats. <laughs> I don't don't want that shit on my seats. Don't do that. Right, right. We cool. I imagine if there was any powder in here, your nose would have found it. He does like a weird little head jerk at you. A little head jerk. What? What? That's what I thought. Little Frenchman, get my get my car. Yeah. Let's go, Adele. Blasting. Just blasting. Windows like half down, blasting. He's and just like letting it out. And it's not like it's like I vape. Taylor vapes, Rick vapes. We're not talking like conservative little like vape pens <laughs> or like a moderate unit. We're talking like it looks like a hand grenade with like bigger than that. Bigger than that. Like oh, one of like the great You're talking vape. like a god mod. Yeah, like triple batteries, huge. This is triple battery. <laughs> Just big. And he like has, to, he, he makes, has to palm it. <laughs> like he lifts it up and he clicks a button and there's like a screen on the side that lights up and it says Nimbus a couple of times. More than that. Like More. This dude is, this is who he is. He has a gold Gandalf and I don't think you guys are it's giving a, that the respect. It's a $19,000. <laughs> better processing it's power like a God mod. than a laptop. He can play Minecraft on it. <laughs> Snapdragon processor. So, like, I can play Doom 2 on this rig. You guys want to check it out? It's cool. So, like, like, do you guys know what you're here for? Because, like, Amir wouldn't tell me a whole lot. Cause he's like, oh, you don't need to know what you need to know. And I, like, totally respect that. Because he's like, he's gonna, I think he's going to be my sire. I think. I don't know. He might have somebody else do it. But, like, I'm pretty certain it's going to be him. Because he's pretty cool. 
Hey, can I can I can I ask you a question, Nimbus? Of course. Awesome. How how long have you been a I dude out of high school? Really? Out of high school. Like I am, How old does this guy look? This guy looks like he's in his 30s. Okay. Oh god. I just no, out of high school. Jamie Kennedy right now. That's exactly <laughs> what I was picturing. Yeah. Hey, bro. So bro. we're doing a so he's a Guillermo. Yes. Okay. Now I get, now I'm sad for Nimbus, but I'm like that's cool. So like, what's it like, like being a vampire? Like, it's like, the, is the feeding as cool as it seems? Like, is that? Can you tell me about that? Yeah, like, tell us about that. If you're a familiar, you would know that we don't talk vampire politics or anything of the sort with non-vampires. Is that is that? Politics? Yeah, but like, bro, the little one back there is like totally like like basically a familiar. And the other one's like a French tree man. Like they're not even real. They're not even real. The the tree man's. What would Edmir say? Um. Let me. Let me. Let me try. Let me. Shut up, John. Shut up, John. He'd probably tell me to shut up. (laughs) Probably we should go with. All right, I can do that. Like I can rock that. Like I can totally. I can. I can do that. I appreciate that. I just. I I appreciate you, John. Oh, this song slaps. It's a banger. Oh, yeah. Oh, real real quick. Real quick. To John? Because that's a banger. No, it no. Out of character. To, to GM, okay. If Corbin were on this mission, <laughs> his mission would be to turn him. I know. I yeah. was He'd just going like, to say, I need to make this guy already. a vampire. He would have already been like, no, this man's, this is my new best friend. This is my new, we're going to, hey, have you Step ever, over, Troy. This is my <laughs> new best friend. Have you ever thought about... Not Edmure? <laughs> Hell, he'd probably be like, how do I get a familiar? How does that work? I don't even know what that's about. No one has told you for a reason. <laughs> As you guys go along, you eventually come to a larger building, probably something that is involved in local government. Um, I am not as well-versed in Seattle as I might be in other places, so be kind. Uh, he pulls over. Pulls up. He's like, "This is it, man. This is where Edmure's at. I'm gonna get you in the door. All right. Now you guys are on your own because boss man says you can only handle so. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, babe. I can only handle so much of me in a day. Uh, I think I already hit my quote. Quote quota. I think it's a bird. I did see you hit a bird on the way here, bro. I'll swerve. I'll swerve. I'd swerve to hit you, <laughs> Frenchman." Let me get you in the door. Let me get you in the door. Come on, Marcellus. No, it's all about you, bro. Let's get in. Yo! What up? What up, Cal? No, these are my friends. They're here for Edmure. <coughs> Kai working the door doesn't say shit. He just stands there. And you can tell this man knows John. Well yeah. enough to know that he was aware you were coming. He gives Marcellus a nod. Sees the other two. Not rude, but just sort of like I eyes you guys, kind of nodding his head a little bit, gives a little finger wave. All right, come in, come in. John stays out on the steps. He's like, I'm away out here for you guys because, as far as I know, I'm your fucking ride today. <laughs> I got practice to do. I'll totally be here though. All right, Nimbus, we'll see you when we come out this door. <laughs> Uh, you guys walk in. It's a very nice building. There is a a woman who walks up and greets you. Um, you can tell inside of this building a lot of 
tinted windows, a lot of non-direct sunlight. This woman... A lot of vampires. This woman is a vampire. She smiles. Hello, Agent Corvinson. I hope the ride was pleasant. God, I hope the ride was pleasant. Well, I could not listen to Adele for the next 10 years and be fine. Yeah, John has a habit. Mr. Edmure is waiting for you. I can get you to his office if you're ready. I am, thank you. Uh, what was your name? My name is Eileen. If you need uh, a yes, water, Eileen, we, we are ready. Thank uh, you. A water, a blood bag. We do have a few on in-house. Some some local brews. <laughs> Sorry, that that's a joke. Do your companions need anything? Uh, gentlemen, Bru- is there anything you would like? Brews like a bruise. Um, it's no. A, it's a it's a it's a beer joke. Yeah, we, but we then I connected here. bruise with bruise, which is blood that is. No, which sort of I'm, works. I'm 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 sorry. I'm who who are you? Sorry, I'm, I'm Alex. Kimball. Oh yeah. Um, uh, sorry, Eileen. This is Alex Kimball. He's one of my agents. And and who is this gentleman? He's he's different. Should we this be is, concerned? This is Orpheus, another of my agents. And no, you you don't you do not need to be concerned. I nod. Uh, she extends her hands to Orpheus, like her hand, politely, to shake it. Hello, my name is Eileen. I am uh, someone I handle Mr. Edmure's affairs outside the office. Um, if you need anything, let me know. Uh, the pepper grinder only changes my appearance, correct? It doesn't correct. change. Yeah, correct. <clears throat> I'll just. Excuse me, mademoiselle. Uh, it is. I'm a bit of a germaphobe. Allow me to bow in reverence instead. Oh, well, that's very uh, kind. That's very polite. I'm sorry. Do you need a hand sanitizer? Uh, no, thank you. Uh, I'm actually doing quite well, but I appreciate your hospitality in the most hospitable way. <laughs> yes, I just appreciate your hospitality in the most sincere fashion. Oh, I'm glad. If you guys decide to change your mind, mm. let me know. But uh, we're going to head right to Edmure because I guess we've got some things going on right now that he needs to. Uh, well, if he's asked for an arium, it must be pretty serious. So head right this way, please. And she takes you through. There's portraits. There's different offices. Some normal people, some vampires. You can kind of tell the vampires tend to be a little bit more pale. You know, the gist. But clearly they're all working together. It's not wanton massacres and horribleness. There's a water cooler and then a blood cooler. Marcellus next to is it. the only tan vampire. <laughs> and we get to a large set of double doors. She opens them, and inside there is an 40s to 50 ish year old man, uh, by appearance, in a very nice suit and a red tie. And as soon as he sees Marcellus, he says. By the pricking in my thumb, something wicked this way comes. Marcellus Corvinson, you honor me with your presence. Hello, Edmir. It's good to see you. Always good to have you back in the house, son. How long has it been? It has been quite some time. Ooh, 120 years? If about. I'm having you here today because we have are having a problem. Please. Eileen, close the door. Thank you. Thank you. 
must remember to be good. It is hard to find good help. As you might have noticed with Mr. Meepo, his contract is up soon. He will be a vampire before you know it. God help us all, if there is one. jeez. Oh, I've invited you here because we have a rash of murders. They are killing our cattle at a prestigious rate. In the last four weeks, we have had six deaths. I need someone to investigate it, as all of my investigators are currently working in the lot to figure out what happened there. Uh, yeah, I've been reading up on that. Um, and just... Gentlemen, Alex, Orpheus, just so you're aware, cattle are, um... homeless volunteers for food for vampires, just so you're aware. Um... We have one of the largest economies of homeless people in America. We are just behind New York and San Francisco. Yes. Uh, what uh, What have you found at the lot? I've been trying to keep up on that, as you may you may know that I'm the one who kind of discovered what the... We knew your father had sent someone from the Affinity, but we were not certain who. Yes, it, are... it was actually... It was myself and Van Helsing, <sighs> actually, believe it or not. A pest. A pest. <laughs> but well, we, we had heard we had heard Dracula may have been involved, so hmm. Radu was very keen on helping, as he would be. Here, at the moment, what we have learned is that some of the more interesting things in the lot—the large, hairy—appear uh, to be half-breeds at first. It would appear as though Tarp had been giving them a chemical or what, uh, based on science, was blood of some kind. It was injected intravenously, so I do not know what would happen if they had eaten it. Apparently, they received samples of what is known as communion from a group that calls itself the Minstrel Church. This communion had some very interesting properties. However, we did not recover enough to do any tests. We'd be very interested if Anarium would look into this for us. That is not why you are here today. Well, I, uh, how many vampires did you send? Well, you know that the man in New York, he tends to deal with cleanup. He sent his people in took care of it, took care of the worm infestation the best they could. They are prisoners. Good. I was going to ask if you knew about the worm we infestation. We didn't know that first, but we okay. learned very quickly. Yeah, so did I. Uh, that is... That was, uh, that was quite the surprise. They may only be our refuges and our garbage, but they are our garbage, and we do not like having people mess with them in such a way. They are working on curing those there, and they are looking into what Tarp was attempting to do. And at that note, there is some business I will wish to speak to you about later in private when your friends are not here and my problem is solved, if that is okay. Would you be willing to stop in? Absolutely. see me before you leave? Good, good. I'm so glad that you and I have a different relationship than some other vampires. Me and your father did not get along, <laughs> that is what it is. But you and I, we do not pop fangs, we do not hiss. It is over-the-top and unnecessary theatrics. Have you, have you been back to the old country lately? I have not been in some time. Only the last council meeting. Oh, 
You should. It's beautiful now. I will have to make time. So. Hey, tell you what. On my next vacation, we should go. All right. I will take you up on this. I will contact you. Who are these two men that you bring with you? Hmm? Oh, this is uh, Agent Alex Kimball. He is uh, a watcher. Small, like, polite bow. Oh, do not need to worry about such formalities, but I do appreciate them. Just so you're aware, if you hadn't about, he'd have been super offended. Good job. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and who is this uh, individual? And, uh, this, this gentleman is Orpheus. He is much more than he appears. I do suspect he can sense my energy, Marcellus. Oh, he can see your outline, but he doesn't know what you are. Actually, your friend Orpheus is of some interest to me. Once I found out that you were being sent, I wanted to figure out what this Orpheus, this one-named person is. So I looked into your history. Do you know who you are, Agent Orpheus? I have learned some things. There is still much studying I seek to do. Uh, Do you know who I am? I have some idea. We followed your name through different ledgers. You were born to a rich family. Came to America to make it for yourself. The most important, interesting bit is that when you first arrived, the first thing you did was buy a slave. Which is interesting, because back in those times, the whole civil war was about us keeping slaves. (sighs) Can you imagine now if vampires could still have slaves? Apparently, you purchased her. And in a grand show to everyone, you said pretty things should not be kept in cages. I set you free because you are beautiful as my homelands. Hopefully you can find life, not realizing that is not how slavery works in America. However, she followed you, and as I understand, you made your way to Louisiana and had a house and a family there of some kind. How is it you came by this information? Simple ledgers. I followed your name. I looked back. I may have reached out to a lower or two. I have my connections as well. My friend, if we do what you ask, you will have dinner with me and tell me what you have learned. Perhaps I can teach you a trick I know too. I am not opposed to this, if you do not mind. I can arrange something for you to come at some point. You may have to excuse me if I do not partake in the meal, as what I consider food and what you consider food are very different things. You will join me in the wine, no doubt. You could not stop me if you tried. We will take care of this task, and I will see you for wine. All right. I like these men you have brought to me, Marcellus. They fit in well here. Now, gentlemen, the reason you are here is because someone is taking my cattle. As I have stated before, we have had six deaths in the last four weeks. I have sent our bodies to the local hospital. I will have John take you there. One of your anarium people has come to perform the autopsies. I believe his name is... I've got it right here, and now I can't find it. I hate that. Frank Grimes. He's a coroner. Oh, no. What? What's wrong with Frank Grimes? 
it's just a combination of Rick Grimes and the Punisher. Yeah. Actually, it's from The Simpsons. Who was his friend? Yeah. Yeah, it's Frank. Uh, it's uh, a com- It's actually uh, from The Simpsons. It's the person that Homer accidentally kills on his first day working at the nuclear oh, yeah, plant. Okay. It was Frank Grimes. Grimey. Didn't he accidentally kill Maud? I think he did. He Lakers. shot her with a t-shirt cannon. Yeah. yeah. All right. He ducked when he got shot with the t-shirt cannon. And he's a coroner, and He's right? the coroner. He works for Anarium exclusively, but he is sent to various locations to do autopsies and check bodies. Traveling coroner. Right, because uh, we're we're not at the Anarium Seattle office. We're at the Vampire yes. Seattle mm-hmm. office, correct? I do not have all of the information. I know we have kept most of it out of the papers. However... The homeless community speaks. Things are starting to get tense, scared. It is difficult for me to get my meals because they are scared and they are watching amongst themselves. So now we are asking you to come out and investigate to figure out what is happening. All there are right. Two bodies. Uh, where should we start? I would recommend the hospital so you know what you are dealing with. Frank will have more information. I just figured I would ask you, you're one of the best detectives I've ever met. And traditionally, I would have dealt with this myself. But a lot has required more of my lieutenants than I would have suspected. And I myself am stuck politicking the bureaucratic bullshit that I have to do every day. Or I would love to do it Uh, myself. The old council politics. Yes. How's that going, by the way? It's been a while. I am still very proud I am on the council. Even if my indoctrination Good. into was less than celebrated. <laughs> I thought you were a great choice. Those who would not celebrate you are blinded by their own envy. This one. You've never see. met my father. This one. He compliments me. All right. I will have John Meepo take you to the hospital. There, Frank will fill you in. Please find out what is killing my cattle. I'm not certain. Could be wolves, could be unindoctrinated young, could be even undead. I do not know. Please find it. We've been we've been having issues. I had a run in with some unindoctrinated young ones at a uh, at a vampire bar recently, so I would not be surprised. They're becoming a problem. Yes. I will make sure the council hears of your issue as well. Thank you. I have other business to attend to. Eileen will take you out. The door. Thank you. We'll see you the after. Door opens. Done. Eileen smiles and comes in. Come right this way, gentlemen. Please. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just tailing Marcellus. I'm new. I don't want to fucking say anything wrong. <laughs> I'm just like, yep. Yeah, I'm thanks. his friend. That's all anyone needs to know about me, and I'm not touching anything. Yeah. Vampire headquarters, not a good place to fuck around and find out. <laughs> Corbin would have broke four things, and they wouldn't have been able to do anything about it. Corbin, Corbin would have been okay. He's a They're vampire. Glad it wasn't Corbin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You don't know how glad they I'm, are. I, I was. I, I'm like, if I say his name in here, do all the shutters come down and like lights go on? I I almost Where? said. Where is he? Well, I didn't bring Corbin for. Corbin a always brings his dog. Good dog, but still dog. <laughs> all right. He smells wet all the time, though. As is custom for his race. 
All right, so I think takes you back out. She gets you to the door, and she says, "You guys might want to take a breath." John has been very excited since you he dropped you off. Um, good luck. If you need anything, this is my number. She hands the card to Orpheus. If you need anything, call me. All right. Thank you. Merci beaucoup, mon ami. I do not call much these days. I apologize, Eileen. He is very old and is still coming to grips with the current technological ways. I remember when televisions were made. That was terrifying. Nobody knew what that was about. (laughs) Try try being around when bathrooms were made. Uh, Indoor plumbing. All right, gentlemen. Be good. Be safe. Got Rick on that one. I don't, I don't know what you were expecting. You brought up toilets. I had to go somewhere. All right. Before you guys join. Do vampires poop. They might. <laughs> and on that, this was Benarium. See ya. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Anarium, a Monster of the Week podcast. And I really do want to thank you again for uh, joining us for another episode because this was actually, has been, and we still have some time and another episode to drop. This has been our best month. So we are, um, being honest, uh, uh, we're on pace to possibly double our best month that we've ever had. So um, that's pretty awesome. So thank you to all the new listeners. Um, And while you're here, be sure that you go ahead and subscribe to us and follow us or whatever it's called on your favorite listening app and leave us a review that is really helpful for us to find new listeners. Um, But thank you to the old listeners too, the OG guys, because you've been, you've been with us for a while and we've been through a lot Um, and you guys have hung, hung in there and stayed with us the whole time. So we really, really appreciate that. And it feels really good to see um, more people are enjoying it. So, um, that's pretty much it for me. Like I said, go ahead and leave us a review if you can. Um, tell us how much you love us. And uh, if you want to have any feedback for us, um, you can get to us on our social medias. You can send us a DM or you can email us at anarium.podcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. That's going to do it. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you so much. <laughs>